Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. In the beginning was the group of 31. The group of 31 is with God and God, the Lord Tommy L. Hart, is the duplicate of the group of 31. Last time I dealt with John chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, that reference was found to be, well, John 1, 1 was found to be a problem. A problem with the intent of being solved. The problem was identified and resolved. The John chapter 1, verse 1 problem asks, one, this is step one, what is the word? The word must be defined. Step two, is that defined word agreeing or in contention with God? Step three, In light of that defined word, what is God or what is the nexus of the word to God? All that I walked you through the last time. The word was found to be a series of 31 statements. I call those 31 statements the group of 31. Secondly, I found out acceptable words. It was found out that not only were the 31 words or statements connected to God, but they are also in agreement with God. And step three, the answer to the question, what is God? said, God, the Lord Tommy L. Hart, is the or a duplicate of the group of 31. An amazing thing. And with respect to Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 10, which says, find out acceptable words, I say to you, acceptable words were found out. 31 of them. Next, I want to introduce this Bible statement. John chapter 3, verse 21 says, Who is cometh to the cometh to the light 
we get come to light, which means become known publicly. Now we know that John 7 verse 4 says, he himself seeketh to be known openly, and that, that he is a reference to the man Tommy L. Hart. He himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou doest, the statement goes on, these things show thyself to the world. And we have a statement in, in Psalm 94, verse 1, which says, To the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, show thyself or present thyself before the public, make thyself known. So all of these statements, those statements there, Psalm 94, verse 1, John 7, verse 4. Then we have a statement also in John 14, verse 22, which says, Thou wilt manifest thyself. That statement has, uh, the man Tommy L. Hart has performed, he has carried out that, that statement. He has made himself known. So those three statements, John 7, 4, Psalm 94, verse 1, and John 3, verse 21, uh, leads us to the statement, John 3, verse 21, that says, About the man, Tommy L. Hart, he that doeth truth cometh to the light. He that doeth truth comes to light. Okay. Now, it's a known fact. I've been proclaiming this for years on Blog Talk Radio, that uh, that the man, Tommy O'Hart, is found to be the, the King James Bible's Lord God. And I have presented much truth from the King James Bible, KJB, much truth. He that doeth truth, I have performed much truth, okay? Remember Plato's thirty-one predictions? It went to more than that, but I remember we talked about the number 31 at one point. Plato's 31 predictions, the man Tommy L. Hart fulfilled all of those 31 predictions. He that doeth truth. Those 31 predictions are found to be truth. The man, Tommy L. Hart, performed the work of those 31 predictions. So then we have the statement about him in John chapter 3, verse 21, saying, He that doeth truth cometh to light. He that doeth truth uh, becomes known publicly. Okay? I thought I might make that known. Introduce that statement. Now, moving on to Plato. Plato. The inquisitors have acted. We want to, uh, wanna, let me just read this. Now, this is related to and has to do with the King James Bible's 
and Tommy L. Hart's concurrent scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. Esther 2, verse 23. When inquisition was made of the matter, it was found out. When inquisition or inquiry was made of the matter, it was found out. Inquisition, a questioning, asking for information. Inquisition. One of the parts that is a part of the scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. Questions. Remember the the circle of questions from the last time's episode? There was a circle. I told you many questions are in that circle, which I read off. And on the outside of the circle, there were loops attached to the circle having and calling for certain information, loops going around the circle. So all of these things are related. All of these Bible things are related, and that relation is easy to see. So what is this particular inquiry about and having to do with? Who or what is its subject? Or who is the center of this particular inquisition? Well, the subject's name comes up in the questioning. What are the the examiners looking for? Or what are the questioners looking for? What are they seeking? Answer, the inquisitors are seeking to answer these two questions. One, who is the Lord? And two, who is God? What does this particular inquisition look like? Before I continue, let me say this. There's another question that I want to answer. That question is, who are the inquisitors? I will present to you 55 questions stemming from this particular inquisition whose purpose is to find and seek out the promised one, the Lord God. And the mandate is set in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 7, which says, Seek ye the Lord God. 
God is the Lord. The Lord is God. I have here a couple of things which I should set forth first. Acts chapter 21, verse 33 says, They demanded who he was and what he had done. When you hear and consider the questions, you will see that that's what is being done. They demanded who he was and what he had done. The second thing comes from Mark chapter 8, verse 11, which says, they, and I employed the they, they began to question with him. Leading, leading us to the questions of the Inquisition. About the questions, that which I just read is about the questions. They demanded who he was and what he had done. So they began to question him. The questions, they are not in any particular order, but as they came to me. I call, if you remember, the word, John chapter 1, verse 1, the group of 31. I will call the words of the Inquisition Q55. I will call the words of the Inquisition Q55. Q meaning questions, 55, telling us how many questions are there. So remember, Q55, and on that note, I present to you the words of the Inquisition, Q55. One, one, now he that should come, and this is taken from Matthew chapter 11, verse 3, art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? All of these are legitimate questions. Now, who are the inquisitors talking to? Who are they questioning? They are talking to, they are questioning the man, Tommy L. Hart. He is the subject of this inquisition. Tommy L. Hart is the subject of this inquisition. And remember what the purpose is. I stated that. I said it about two times. Seek and find out God to find the Lord God. To find God, to find the Lord, we know already that the Lord, he is God. Now, we already know 
about this, okay? We already know. I've gone through it in several broadcasts. We know who God is. We know who the Lord is. We know Tommy L. Hart is the King James Bible's Lord God. Tommy L. Hart is the promised one in the Bible, the King James Bible. We already have all that information. These are the questions of the Inquisition. It's just giving us more information on the uh, matter of the truth and on the matter and truth of God coming from the scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. So this is just giving, <clears throat> giving us more information. We're seeing more and more. And in doing so, we're learning more about the King James Bible. We're learning more about Tato. We're learning more about the man, Tommy O'Hart. We are learning more about God. So Matthew 11, verse 1, art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Most of these questions I don't have to respond to. I'm talking about as far as this episode is concerned. I don't have to respond to. These questions have already been answered. As I said, I'm just presenting Q55, stemming from the scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. Genesis chapter 3, verse 9. Where art thou? This is Q55. Questions stemming from the scientific inquiry into God. Who art thou? Uh, number 3, Acts 9, verse 5. Who art thou, Lord? I told you earlier that the subject of the inquiry, the subject of the inquisition would come out in the questions. So now we, we see that in the third one, Acts 9, verse 5, where they ask the individual, who is Tommy L. Hart? They say, who art thou, Lord? Lord, the Lord, God, Tommy L. Hart, is the subject of this inquisition. Jonah 1, verse 8. What is thine occupation? Just think how real this is when investigators and certain authorities take someone into question. They question someone. They, they bring in somebody for whatever reason, and they examine them. They question them. They are seeking certain information that is important to the inquiry or to the investigation. Knowing about the subject of the Inquisition is very important. Who the subject is, what the subject has done, 
his thinking, his mindset, etc. And that came out in the uh, prelude, you might say, uh, before before I could return to Q55. What is thine occupation? Number five, Jonah 1, verse 8. And whence comest thou? Where are you from? What's your line of work? Who are you? Are you the one that should come? Or do we look for another? An inquisition. Jonah 1, verse 8, again, same same reference. What is thy country? Where you come from? What is your what is your country? Jonah again one eight, and of what people art thou? We know already that the man Tommy Hart is an Israelite. The Israelites are his people. I did not say Israeli, as those are over there, who and they call themselves Israeli over there in the Middle East. Not talking about that group. You're talking about the the group Israelites. Israelites. And I've told you who they are. The Israelites, white people scattered abroad in the nations of the Gentiles, with the United States of America and the UK being two of those nations in which the true Israelites are scattered. All of this information goes together. It fits together. Okay, so we have of what country are are you and of what people are you. Now we get to Judges chapter 13, verse 17, which asks, what is your name? Very important questions to the investigation. Into the knowledge of God. Very important. What's your name? What what people are you all? Are you all? What what's your country? Where do you come from? You know, could be where you have recently come from. You may not have recently come from your own country. But where you come from? What's your occupation? Who are you? And are you the one? Hmm. Important question, really to the point. Are you the one? Are you he that should come? Or do we look for another? Point blank statement. And if so, what have you done? What's the evidence? What's the proof of you? We'll get to those questions. Let's continue. What's your name? Amos 8, verse 2. What seekest thou? Remember, these questions are directed to the man, Tommy O'Hart. What are you looking for? As I examine Bible content, they ask me, what are you looking for? What seekest thou? Now, on the other hand, don't, remember, don't forget, the, in, the, the Bible's inquisitors are, you know, those questions are raised with them. I want to know. What are they looking for? Who they are, where they come from, 
I want to know the same things that the, the Bible's inquisitors want to know of me. I want to know of them. Remember the concurrent inquiry into the matter and truth of God? Two inquiries are going on. Concurrent inquiries or concurrent inquiries are going on. Let's continue. What is your name? What seekest thou? What hast thou done? That's Genesis 4, verse 10. What have you done? They can speculate. They can examine a man's work. They've already called him Lord, so they know something of what he's done. If they already know that he is Lord, then they already know something of what he's done. But like I said now, these questions are not in any particular order. I wrote them down as they came to me. All right? So, so don't say, well, that question should have come before that, or that question should be saved for last and this and that. Don't say that. I've already told you the questions are not in any particular order. What is thy name? Amos 8, 2. What seest thou? Now, this question is asked of the subject several times. Just as, who are you, Lord? That question is asked several times. I may have it listed only one time in my reading here, my writing. But some of these questions are asked several times. And some of you know that investigators will repeat the same question that they have asked before to look for different answers you may give, et cetera. But we know that that's a tactic, okay, of investigators to repeat a question. They may change one word or wording, but it all boils down to the same question. Okay. This is a legitimate inquiry. Matter of fact, this is a, an authoritative inquiry. Not just coming from somebody off the street. Let's move on. What seest thou? Genesis 4.10. What have you done? Talking to the man, the subject of the investigation, Tommy L. Hart, the subject of the Inquisition. What have you done? John 18, verse 7. What seek, whom seek you? Who are you looking for? Ecclesiastes 8.4, what doest thou? What are you about? And that's several times. Daniel is again in Daniel 4.35. And again in Job 9, verse 12. But I just counted it as one time into 55. I said Q, 55. Next question. Matthew 22, verse 17. What thinkest thou? Wow. 
profound questions. What thinkest thou? I remember the question, Amos 8, 2. What seest thou? What do you see? What do you think? What, what, what do you do? What doest thou? What thinkest thou? And then again, Mark 11, verse 5. What do ye? They come right back to it, huh? Again. They're not in any specific order, these questions are not. Luke 3, verse 12. Master, what shall we do? They, 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 they turn to the subject and ask, and call him master, give him respect, and say, what shall we do? This is just one of the questions. Remember, okay, let me just move on. 16, John 1, verse 22. What sayest thou of thyself? All of these questions are self-explanatory. They're self-explanatory, aren't they? No matter what I add on to them, they're self-explanatory. They are easy to understand questions. What do you say of yourself? What do you what do you what what do you think? What do you say of yourself? I mean, I'm just amazed at this myself. That's why I'm behaving as I am. I'm amazed at this. This, this too, is amazing. John 1, verse 19, who art thou? We come back again to that. Who are you? John 1, verse 21, art thou that prophet? They're just throwing some stuff out there. But they, they are not working without reason. They have a goal. Okay? They know what they are doing. The inquisitors know what they are doing. They are masters at this. And and I hope I don't forget to tell you who the inquisitors are. Who art thou? Art thou that prophet? Ezekiel eight verse six. Seest thou what they do? Do I see what the inquisitors are doing? Do I see what the gods are doing in the Bible or what the gods have said in the Bible? Remember they asked me earlier, what seest thou? What seest thou? Seest thou what they do? 20, Michael, Micah 6, verse 3. What have I done to thee? What have I done to thee? And I've told you what they have done to me. All of that information is in the master archives. Zechariah 1 verse 9. Oh, my Lord, what are these? It's just like they are looking at my work. They are examining my work. And when they get to something in particular, they say, oh, my Lord, what are these? <laughs> okay, what are these? What are these? Now, Isaiah 45, verse 9, what makest thou? You're making something, huh? What are you making? What's that about? Isaiah 45, verse 10. What hast thou brought forth? 
of what have you produced? Now, I, I want to give an answer to this right here. What has thou brought forth? I have brought forth ten books showing the relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. I also have produced one other book for a total of 11 books titled Parts ABCs of Bible Rhyme. Those are things that I have produced. They ask me, what have you brought forth? One of the definitions of bring forth is produce. Okay. What an inquiry. What an inquisition. Job 11 looks like verse, okay, Job 11, 7, canst thou by searching find out God? That's something that I have done, all right? But there's the question. Job 11, verse 8, what canst thou do? Genesis 3, verse 13, what is this thou, that thou hast done? What is this that thou hast thou hast done? What is this that you've done? Uh, let's move on. Job eleven verse eight. I think I missed it. What canst thou know? What can you know? What can you know? Genesis 3, verse 13, what is this that thou hast done? John 18, verse 38, what is truth? There's Mr. Hart. What is truth? What have you done? What are you seeking? What's your name? Where are you from? What's your country? Who are your people? Are you the one that should come, or should we just look for another? Rule yourself out of the end. Are you the one? What is truth? It is true that Plato's dialogues have a strong, close, and visible connection and relationship to King's, King James Bible content. That is true. What is truth? It is truth that the King James Bible proclaims the man Tommy L. Hart, the Lord God. That's true. That's true. Those things are true. It is true that in the King James Bible, you have the operation of a scientific inquiry going on. That's true. But it's truth. Now, Genesis 27, verse 20. How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? Did you get that? The inquisitors call Mr. Hart. They say, my son. And asking the question, how is it that thou hast found it so quickly, 
my son. Wow. Remember? And we had it just a few episodes ago. Plato, the father, the man, Tommy O'Hart, the son. Plato says, he shall be my son. I shall be a father to him. I shall be a father to him, and he shall be my son. And here he calls the subject, who is the man, Tommy O'Hart, my son. Of what he called him, Lord. Beautiful. Beautiful to me. Genesis 47, 8. How old art thou? How old art thou? How old are you? Who are you? What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? Vital questions. These are vital questions that you know interrogators and inquisitors ask people, ask their subjects. Let's move on. It's amazing. This is a, this is amazing that we know that there is an inquisition going on being conducted. We know who the subject is, and I've yet got to inform you of who the inquisitors are. Moving on, how old art thou? Second Samuel one verse four. How went the matter? Now this 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 is all of these are good. How went how went the matter? And I read that earlier, didn't I? It says when inquisition was made of the matter, it was found out. So the answer to the question is <laughs> the matter has been found out. What has been found out? The matter of God and the truth of God have been found out. The man, Tommy L. Hart, is the Lord God. The matter is found out. This matter of the Inquisition is found out. The matter of the Father and Son is found out. The matter of no man is found out. It's a lot of matters that have been found out. The Bible itself is an amazing book. And we are seeing, as evidence in Lawmaster Archives, and even as I speak, that these things are really something else. These things are amazing. So then can we say the King James Bible is filled, is full of amazing things? Or can we say this? Tommy L. Hart's Lawmaster Archives is filled with amazing things. That's the better thing to say, Lawmaster Archives, because in Lawmaster Archives, you get answers to Bible questions. What the Bible asks for, you get it in Lawmaster Archives. So don't downplay Lawmaster Archives at all. Lawmaster Archives gives understanding 
of King James Bible content. I'm giving understanding of the Inquisition right now, which will be another episode in Lawmaster Archives later on. Lawmaster Archives is filled with amazing things. The Bible is like a shell. It is not. It doesn't. It, the Bible doesn't give you understanding. I've said that before, and I don't want to, you know, dwell on this. The Bible, the King James Bible, does not give understanding. Lawmaster Archives offers understanding of King James Bible content. The Bible itself says, "Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding comes from the Lord." Well, you have to know who the Lord is. The Bible says the man Tamiel Hart is the Lord God. And the Bible says if you have any questions and you like L-A-C-K, wisdom, ask God. God is now known, the man Tamiel Hart. Let him ask of God. Yes. Now, the preachers won't tell you that. Well, the black preacher doesn't know anything, okay? The black preacher, the Israelite preacher, does not know anything about Bible content. He's talking to people who does not, who don't know anything about Bible content. Blind leading the blind. The Israelite church is pitiful. Their so-called, what they call Christian church, is pitiful. They act like they understand Bible content when they don't, from the preacher on down. They don't understand Bible content. And I've been asking them to acknowledge that they don't understand it and to get understanding from me. They refuse to do it. Moving on. How went the matter? I just spoke to that. John 9, 10. How were thine eyes open? <laughs> in other words, you know, the Bible asks, how does God know? That's, that's, a, that's a question in the Bible. How does God know? Who is God? Who does the Bible call God? It calls the man Tommy of heart God. So the question is saying, how does Lord God Tommy heart know? How does Lord God Tommy L. heart know? And they may just say, how does the Lord God, Tommy Hart, no. How does he know these things? Did someone tell him? Look at this. All of this is coming out in the Inquisition. We're dealing with the Inquisition. And look at what's, what's coming out. Just in dealing with the Inquisition. What thinkest thou? I just told you what I think. That was one of the questions, earlier questions. I told you. I think the black preacher doesn't know anything about Bible content. He doesn't know anything about the truth of Bible content. Neither does he care for, for, for the truth of Bible content. That's what I think. That's what I know by study, by observation, by hearing. That's what I know. Okay? Now, how were thine eyes open? <laughs> Great question. How does how were Tommy O'Hart's eyes of understanding open it? Judges 2, verse 2, why have ye done this? Remember, they have already asked me, what have I done? What hast thou done? And they ask me now, why have ye done this? 
I've done what I've done of my of my own what will. I have willingly done that which I've done, just as I'm willingly doing this that I'm doing now. Why have you done this? I do it and have done what I've done because I wanted to do it. No simple answer, isn't it? No deep, no deep something. I did. I've done these things because I desire to do them. And they all came up in my scrutiny and analysis of Bible content. Okay, Acts 3, verse 12. Why marvel ye at this? I've just made the statement two or three times. Wow, the Bible, this is amazing. This is amazing. Law Master Archives is amazing. And they asked me, why do you marvel at this? <laughs> because it's amazing to me. Acts 5, verse 4. Why, why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Okay. That's not a, a question of criticism or anything I'll put down. That's a legitimate question. Okay? All right? Um, next question. Acts 14, verse 15. Why do ye these things? All saying the same thing, aren't they? All saying the same thing. Related. All of these questions are related, okay? All of them are part of the Inquisition. Why has that? Why have you done this? That's John 1 10. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 23. Why do ye such things? They're really drilling me. I mean, they've already done it. It's past tense that they've done it, okay? They've really drilled me. Why do ye such things? Why have you done this? Why do ye these things? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Why marvel ye at this? Why have ye done this? Wow, really drilling the man, Tommy O'Hart. But the man, Tommy O'Hart, had answers, though. He had answers. Check out Law Master Cash. Mark chapter 2, verse 8. Why reason ye these things in your heart? Mark 8, verse 17. Why reason ye? Same question, isn't it? I tell you, some of these questions they ask over. Second uh, Samuel 19, verse 29. Why speakest thou any more of thy matters? That's important to me. That's important to me. I want to keep this information uh, and, 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 and the knowledge of these things alive. Second Chronicles 25, verse 15. Why hast thou sought after the gods of the people? You've heard me make, if you follow me, you've heard me make reference to the gods of the Israelites, the former gods and all. All of this is coming up. They say, why have you sought after the gods of the people? Because I've run an inquiry and investigation into the matter of God, just like they have, just like the inquisitors here have. They're doing it, and I'm doing the same thing. All right. We're all after the same information. John 1, verse 38, where dwellest, dwellest thou? Isn't that one of the first things, just like some of the other things? How old are you? Where do you live? What's your country? Where are you from? All of these are first questions, aren't they? They're, they're, they're some of the first questions that investigators ask. Kind of get you to loosen up, you know, get you to 
Try to make you feel as comfortable as can. But important questions. Very important. Okay. Where dwellest thou? Where do you live? Jeremiah 2, verse 8. Where is the Lord? And I can say, here I am. They, they already know that this individual is the Lord, okay? But remember what the Bible statement said they do? They demanded of him who he is and what he has done. And that's what you have going on. Where is the Lord? Jeremiah 17, verse 15, and I want to get these all in in my allotted time. Jeremiah 17, 15, where is the word of the Lord? I've told the people, the word of the Lord, Tommy L. Hart, is in Lawmaster Archives. Isn't that something? <laughs> okay. Where is the word of the Lord? Matthew 27, verse 22. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ? Now, that's a, that's a very important question, isn't it, for black people who think Jesus, fictitious as he is, is, is their Lord and Savior and died for their sins. The Bible asks the Lord, Tommy L. Hart, what, where is it? What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ? Now, I must give an answer to that, and I already have. It's already in the long archive, but let me give an answer here. Luke 14, verse 4, and John 11, verse, verse 44 says, in answer to the question, what shall I then do with Jesus, who is called Christ? The answer says, let him go. Disassociate yourself with the thing. Proverbs 9, verse 6 answers the question, forsake the foolish and live. That's what that's the answer to the question. Okay, Bible answer. The first answer says, let him go. The next answer says, forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. The man, Tommy L. Hart, well, the Bible says it like this. The Lord, Tommy L. Hart, gives understanding. Go in the way, drop Jesus and go in the way of understanding. The Lord, Tommy L. Hart, gives understanding. That's the answer. Now, Proverbs 2, verse 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. And they give a reason. That's something. John 6, verse 25 says, When camest thou hither? They're really drilling this thing. I mean, they're really, you know, they're demanding. That's okay. That's what demand means, I guess. When when did you come here? How long have you been here? Anyway, Luke twenty-one verse two. When shall these things be? It's also as in Mark thirteen verse four, Matthew twenty-four verse three. These things are now. That which is being is that which shall be. That's now. The thing that has been is the thing that is now. The Lord God lives. Isaiah 50, verse 2. When, let's see here, when I came, was there no man? I've told you about no man. Joshua 9, 22. When ye dwell among us, the Lord dwells among his people at this time. John 21, verse 12, and this is number 51, getting close to the end. John 21, verse 12, 
who art thou? See? That's a, that's a repeated question, but that's great. Acts 7, verse 35, who made thee a ruler and a judge? Great. I've answered that question long my sarcasm. Acts 19, verse 15, but who are you? That's what they asked me again, but who are you? Okay. They really drill on that, don't they? <laughs> who are you? Where are you from? You know? As if they didn't know. All right? Or as if they don't know. All right? But who are you? Acts 21, 33. That's, and that's where I wrote down the statement. They demanded who he was and what he had done. That's what's going on in here. And seeking other information as well. Number 54 of Q55. John 8, verse 19. Where is thy father? Where is your father? I've identified the father, and I've also identified the son. All of that is in Law Master Archives. Judges 13, verse 11. This is Q55 here. Q number 55. Judges 13, 11. Art thou the man that spakest to the woman? <laughs> you know what that's a reference to? They are referencing the woman at the well in John chapter 4. It is intended to be comical, of which I did laugh when I first saw it you know, some time ago. <laughs> they, 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 they're trying to be funny right there, which is very funny. They're asking me, they're asking me, are you the man that spake to the woman at the well in John chapter 4? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, know, they, they, they know the answer to that question. Okay? They're, it's intended to be funny, which it was funny to me. I laughed. It got a laugh out of me. Okay, and I've I've told I know I've told one person about it, and that person laughed as well. You know. So, Q fifty five. I have given you Q fifty five, which is uh, questions stemming from the inquisitors' inquisition into the matter of God. Very important. Very good. This, this has really been interesting. And in these things, guess what? In these things, in these in Q fifty five, you have why the you have why questions, you know, asking why, where, what, who, and when. All those five things, why, where, what, who, when. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's beautiful, and this is knowledge worth knowing. Knowledge worth knowing. Don't have a book in your house like the Bible, and you don't know what's in it. That's a sign. I don't even want to see it. Just don't have it. Don't let that continue to be so. Don't go to church and play like you know what's in the Bible. Gentiles know black people 
do not know the truth of Bible content. Gentiles know that they have given to the Israelites a false faith. They know that. I say to you, black people, don't be seen, don't be deceived any longer. Get a hold of the truth that comes from Tommy L. Hart. Know the truth of Bible content. Know the Lord God. That's an imperative in the King James Bible. Know the Lord. It's in the Old Testament, and it's in that with what is called the New Testament. Both parts. Know the Lord. This has been wonderful. The the uh, the Inquisition, as it says, when Inquisition was made of the matter, it was found out. Many things have been found out. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Always make law not sarcastic your dwelling place. And do go by Amazon.com and order from my list of books there. One or more or all of them. Order. Tell other people about them. Buy gifts of them for other people. Buy gifts. You know, buy, buy a book or two or three or whatever you know, of my books and give as gifts to others. Okay. Join me next time.